Welcome to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast with Aaron Gilchrist. Each week, Aaron will be breaking down fleet management, trying to cut through the noise and get down to the real issues safety and operations leaders are struggling with every day. The goal will be to get to the bottom of how leaders can break down these silos of information, accelerate change management, how to use real-time accurate data to drive massive efficiencies across fleet-focused business processes, and to elevate people's careers with emerging best practices. Now it's time for the Straight Talk on Fleet. Hello again, Fleet community. We're back for the third episode of the Straight Talk on Fleet. I am Aaron Gilchrist Drug. I am the VP of Fleet Evangelism for IntelliShift, and on this podcast, I'll be your objective and reliable source of information for the fleet ecosystem that comes from my real experience of managing an enterprise fleet for over 15 years. Fleet management is hard, so we'll break it down fleet manager style with a focus on everything from driver compliance and behavior to getting more from our internal external partners and our data. So today we're going to talk about sustainability. And that can take on a lot of different forms and mean a lot of different things. So when I think about sustainability, I think about it in three streams. So personal and professional sustainability, workforce and driver sustainability, and certainly fleet sustainability. And so today I'll be speaking from my own experience as a professional working mom of five, working on working in the demanding and ever-changing field of fleet management and being in the workforce for now over 35 years. Yeah, I just said that. I'm outing myself, friends. Okay, so in terms of personal and professional sustainability, you know, I think about mind, body, spirit, soul, Staying professionally and physically fit, um, relevant, learning, growing, evolving, increasing my self-awareness, right? And then fleet sustainability. I think we all can agree that that's just, you know, managing a sustainable fleet. There's a lot of different ways to look at that. That's efficient and safe and operates leaving an appropriate carbon footprint. And again, that's something that we'll talk more about um, later. And then driver and workforce sustainability. So thinking about our drivers and our teams and taking leadership seriously, implementing processes and programs, practices, tools, technology. So you can create an environment where your teams and your drivers can do their very best and meet their own professional and personal fitness goals as well. So that's kind of how I break down sustainability. And so in a later podcast, we're going to talk more about the personal and professional side, as well as driver and workforce sustainability topics. But in this episode today, I'm going to focus on sustainability and fleet management and building a sustainability plan. So let's just, what, what is sustainability? To me, it's not a buzzword, although it seems like it at times. It's, it's a plan. It's a vision. It's a mission, or it should be, right? think we can all agree on that. So sustainability, like alternative fuel strategies and other green things, right, seem to ebb and flow, you know, based on fuel prices, for example, and, and letting fuel prices dictate how focused organizations are on their green plan is just a very outdated way of thinking, in my opinion. Um, by definition, sustainability is the, the ability to maintain a certain rate or level or kind of in our world, it's the avoidance of the depletion of natural resources in order to maintain an ecological balance, so to speak. So to me, that seems 
evergreen, right? So it's something that starts, but has no end. Um, it continues to morph and grow based on the fact that it's always necessary. It's good. It's the right thing to do. Okay. Got that on my system. So let's dig into what a fleet sustainability plan might look like for today's fleet leaders. So I think the key um, to creating a and managing a sustainable fleet is to, like I said, developing a plan. It's easier said than done for sure. Easier than it sounds. I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to my first couple of podcasts, but I did talk about the three pillars of our podcast, one of which is team and data silos. So how people as well as data live in silos and don't really work together for a greater good. So we'll talk today about the key elements of a good sustainability plan, and then we'll dig into the actual project and change manage management strategies on a later podcast, because really we need to talk about those strategies to help fleet managers break down those silos and get things done. But today, like I said, we'll talk about this plan, sort of what the key elements are to, to developing and managing a successful fleet sustainability plan. So let's talk about the elements and we have to have a vision, scope and goals. So the vision is, you know, the vision your organization has when we have a sustainable fleet, the scope are, you know, the simply the parameters of the plan, what you're going to do. And, and sometimes more importantly, what you're not going to do. And then your goals, what the organization should expect when we have a successful execution of the plan. So let's dig into core components. There are some critical things that need to happen before you can implement some of these key elements of the plan. So the first is identifying and including key stakeholders and customers to get that buy-in and support from the very start. And, and most of the time, fleet managers need to choose trusted partners and advisors who know your business and help you build your plan and eventually share ownership and success of the plan through analytics and reporting back to the organization. So partners and trusted advisors, critical. Developing a thorough, clear, concise communication strategy. It's really important so that everybody is kind of marching to the beat of the same drum, right? And then last, but certainly not least, is diversify, diversify, diversify. <laughs> There's no silver bullet right to a good sustainability plan um no single solution on its own will ever work and um that comes from trying lots of things in this arena and some worked and some didn't but what did work is diversification so let's talk about what a diversified plan might look like so once we have those key kind of elements in place we want to think about the things that need to be included in the plan so first and foremost, telematics and driver safety programs. Okay, those come in lots of different shapes and sizes, but primarily these devices, OBD2 port devices that are pulling ECM data consistently and constantly, inward, outward facing cameras for driver behavior and for ADOS, and audible driver coaching, advanced driver assistance systems that cannot be turned off unless the device is removed and then you'll know about it, right? So getting that right sort of tech package, that tech stack that is going to give you all the valuable data that you need to create driver scorecards, get organizational buy-in and 
and create that feedback loop with your org and create the analytics and trend reporting that will drive the success of your entire program. So again, telematics can help and the data from telematics can help drive success in all of the other components of your plan. So once you have that tech stack sort of in order, or maybe that's something you already have, it's like, how do you now use that to develop these other elements of your plan? So let's start with fuel and maintenance policies and programs. So having a solid fuel payment solution partner who can steward data or potentially share that data with another partner who can combine it with all of the other data elements of your fleet so that you can manage fueling behaviors at the pump and en route, which are two different things, really. Are they going to the right place at the right time, getting the right amount of fuel? Because you can think about how that can affect productivity as well. Eliminating fraud, knowing where drivers are, knowing how much fuel is in the tank. So when they pump fuel, that we know that there's not fraudulent behavior going on. Did the fuel go into your fleet vehicle? Were they even there at the station when the transaction took place? And then reducing consumption overall, right? That's a, that's a huge strategy inside of your sustainability plan. And then maintenance, PM and inspection policies and procedures, um, getting those alerts and notifications in order so that you're not getting maintenance too often or too late, but the key is getting it on time, in the right place, with the right parts, at the right price, right? Seems like a lot, but it can be done with the right tech stack and reporting. And again, that buy-in on your program. So a great example of you know a fuel and maintenance program that kind of works is think about the opportunity to, during the course of a driver's day, to be able to route your driver day or week or month, actually route your driver to the fuel station that you want them getting fuel at, getting the proper fuel for their vehicle at the right price, and then maybe scheduling and routing their maintenance stops. The vehicle knows when it needs maintenance and it tells us, right? And there are other components that can lead to alerts like engine diagnostic codes and things that help us to develop a maintenance event schedule that we could then route our drivers into and make their day more efficient. And then we know all those things get done, increasing vehicle life, reducing waste and, and all the things that that kind of an example in your fleet could do. And it's possible. The next is really alternative fuel tech, fuel and technology implementation. So think about potential engine calibrations, LPG, CNG, electrification, on-site fueling, outsourcing hotshot deliveries for your fleet. So these are all things that are considered sort of alternative fuel strategies. So it's a matter of exploring everything and finding the right things that will work. And I, I want to say the right things because it will be multiple things that can work in your fleet, maybe nationally or regionally. And that can be based on the climate miles driven in certain markets, terrain, distance between jobs in certain markets, vehicle types, the infrastructure in those specific markets around some of those alternative fuel strategies. So again, it's explore everything and find the things maybe regionally that will work in your fleet and testing those. And again, I'll go back to that partnership, you know, finding those partners that can help you build pilots or ROI modeling that will 
help you home in on what strategies will work in that arena. And then vehicle selection. So vehicles with top safety ratings, reliability and durability, performance, fit and function for what you do, lowest cost of ownership in the category again. And then to, to go along with that, the upfit selection. So lightweight and durable, potentially reusable and or recyclable components, or maybe the whole upfit is reusable or recyclable. Again, fit and function, tested and safe. And so plan to do workshops. Um, something that we did in my, in my experience is we brought managers and drivers, operations leaders from markets around the country, and we would have workshops for our technician vehicles, and we'd have workshops for our, our delivery vehicles, so a bo the box truck category. And we'd have the people doing the job and managing the people doing the job to be there to give their input, test certain things, share th certain things that they've been doing in their own markets that might lead to the most optimal, efficient, lightweight, functional solution. So that's a great thing to implement. And then also, you know, think about when you're thinking about vehicle selection and upfit selection, go to OEM shows, ride in vehicles with your techs and your drivers, get in there, watch them do their job, take notes, see what works, what doesn't. That's going to help you be a better partner to your ultimate customer, which is your driver. The next thing is vehicle weight reduction initiatives. And that's for new things you're ordering and for your existing fleet. So like I mentioned in the upfit selection and vehicle selection, where you could replace vehicles or, or upfit components and break even or do better using maybe reusable or recyclable type of components. And it's certainly lightweighting like aluminum. The next component is reuse and recycling programs. I mean, really think about, and so going along with what I said, think about the vehicle, the vehicles and the tech nose to tail and go through and identify components that are safe and effective to reuse or recycle, and then plan to track and report on those efforts. It's really important as you go through and you know it, it can help build your credibility and savvy when you can really think about those vehicles and components more holistically the next is policy review and enhancement and that's really to increase compliance and reduce risk cost consumption so having solid policies in place is just a start it's really how you report on them and gain that buy-in and compliance that are going to make or break any program and then potentially doing risk assessments you know JSAs and vehicle inspections, I think are fundamental and critical. And we could spend a lot more time on that, but I, I know that you're familiar with what those are. But again, it's one of the most basic things we can do every day and ongoing to make sure our fleets are in, in good position, good health, but certainly need to be part of your plan and your compliance and process and procedure plan. So the, the next is data and analytics reporting. This suite, every, every good plan has a set of KPIs that accompany goals laid out for the plan. So developing that suite is, is really important. Um, you wanna be able to report out on driver behavior modification and the results of that. Accident reduction and accident severity reduction, which is really, really important from a cost and safety perspective. And think about what that could do for your insurance premiums. And, and on that note, even showing a plan like this to your insurance partners is going to go a long way. It's that foundation. 
that builds the trust and credibility between you and them. And then when you show them the results that you certainly will have, the positive results, that's going to help reduce your insurance cost. Other KPIs, idling, maybe as a percent of total engine hours is a way to do that. Fuel numbers, consumption, gallons, GHG emissions, cost. And then some other KPIs that kind of work, I think, for almost everyone is, you know, your your overall fleet cost per mile, your gallons per maybe mobile customer served if you're a mobile service business, but gallons per customer served was something that was important for me to show our field operations sort of the fruits of their labor for really get on getting on board with these programs. And then, you know, maintenance cost per mile is another great one. But again, it's just whatever's critical to your organization, but building those KPIs, that reporting data and analytics suite out is really, really important. And then, you know, last but not least, this commitment to change, commitment to evolution and innovation. You go into this knowing that it's going to evolve. Think about how quickly that technology changes and being ready to upgrade on the ground or over the air and plan for these changes when possible. Innovation is an ongoing strategy. It's a, it's a mindset, no matter what aspect of fleet management we're talking about. So really committing to that. So a quick summary, right? So develop a plan, select a strategic partner or partners with programs that are customizable to meet your business goals and objectives, obtain key stakeholder and customer buy-in and support, develop a vision, scope, and goals for your plan, prepare a thorough, clear, concise communication strategy, right? Build out the key elements of the plan alongside of your reporting KPI and analytics suite. And again, be ready to commit to change, innovation, and evolution. So that's a lot, right? Um, but that rounds out what I think will help you create a solid sustainability plan for your fleets. I definitely look forward to sharing more on sustainability in the future podcasts, you know, again, from the personal and professional workforce and driver sustainability standpoint. And I'm happy to share my outline for today's content with you. I'm also happy to take questions and suggestions. I encourage that on what I've shared today. And if you found this content helpful, please share it with your community, like, or subscribe wherever you get your favorite content. And until next time, keep it real, keep it safe for fleet's sake. Thanks for listening.